Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Friends, yesterday we talked about apostolic tradition. Today I'd like us to talk about the relationship between tradition and sacred scripture. So join me as we come to understand this in a more beautiful way. Again, we reflect upon the words of the Catechism. In number 80, the Catechism says, Sacred tradition and sacred scripture are bound closely together and communicate with one another. For both of them, flowing out of the same divine wellspring, they come together in some fashion to form one thing and move towards the same goal. Each of them makes present and fruitful in the church the mystery of Christ, who promised to remain with his own always to the end of the age. What a beautiful expression of what tradition and sacred scripture do for us together. Sometimes, friends, we might talk to our Christian or Protestant brothers and sisters, and they may say, well, why does the Catholic Church teach that? Where do you find that in the Bible? Well, friends, it's obvious that we can't possibly find every single thing in the Bible alone. For instance, just the internet itself was not created at that time, so you're not going to find that in the Bible. So how can the church dictate to us that watching pornography on the internet is sinful if we can't find it in sacred scripture? Or if we talk about cyberbullying, which again is not in sacred scripture, clearly the church must have a stance on that, which is outside of the scriptures itself. Though you can also make a very fine suggestion or argument that indeed it is found in sacred scripture because God says to love one another and to use words of love would suggest that cyberbullying would be immoral. But you see, friends, how the church's tradition helps us to be more clear on matters that may not be so directly identified in sacred scripture. So let's talk about scripture. Sacred scripture is the speech of God as it has put down in writing under the breath of the Holy Spirit. Sacred tradition transmits in its entirety the word of God, which has been entrusted to the apostles by Christ the Lord and the Holy Spirit. It transmits to the successors of the apostles so that enlightened by the spirit of truth, they may faithfully preserve, expound, and spread it abroad by their preaching. And so again, the tradition of our church talks about the application of sacred scripture and applying it to daily life in regards to morals, in regards to ethics, and the way we live our lives, and how we are called to love more, both God and neighbor. And so friends, as a result, the transmission and interpretation of revelation has been entrusted to the church. And so again, how do we know for sure? Well, it is up to the church to listen to the movement and the voice of the Holy Spirit and to reveal the truths about God and the world to one another. Both scripture and tradition must be accepted and honored with equal sentiments of devotion and reverence. And so in the Catholic Church, 
We honor the word of God and sacred tradition as well. And notice that sacred is a word that is given to both the scriptures and tradition to honor God and to realize that tradition is given to us as a movement of the Holy Spirit. So again, friends, the tradition we're speaking of comes from the apostles and the hands on which they received from Jesus' teaching and example. As long as we understand that, then we also see the Holy Spirit moving. The first generation of Christians did not have the written New Testament. And the New Testament itself demonstrates the process of a living tradition. So this is both rational and factual, friends. Tradition, though, is to be distinguished from the various theological, disciplinary, liturgical, or devotional traditions born in the local churches over time. These are the particular forms, as the Catechism says, adapted to different places and times, in which the great tradition is expressed. In light of tradition, these traditions can be retained, modified, or even abandoned under the guidance of the church's magisterium. So this is where things can be adapted as a result of the times. For instance, not to continue bringing up COVID, but during COVID, the sign of peace was omitted. So even though the sign of peace, you know, and the shaking of hands has been a very big part of the Mass for a long period of time, that could be omitted for a period of time as a result of the fact of the medical needs of that period of time in which touch was to be avoided. So friends, there needs to be a a difference between things that are unchangeable like the foundation of our faith and the dogmas that we believe in, and then the adaptation of why we do, how we worship, etc., which can be done at a local level. So as we see this connection between sacred tradition and sacred scripture, may it inspire us, even if we're still learning about the traditions of the church, to realize why she can firmly stand on her teachings that not always can be found readily or directly in sacred scripture. But as the Holy Spirit continues to speak to us, friends, that we come to understand more readily how God continues to guide us, to shape us, and to form why we believe, what we believe, and how we believe in our daily lives. For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I, or GoFundMe at God's Playbook Podcast. Thanks, and God bless.